Are you in a relationship that is building close connection or covert control? You see, when we talk about narcissistic abuse, there are these toxic characteristics and toxic traits of covert narcissists that slowly start to edge into your life. And at first, it seems like it's a really close connection. At first, it seems like the world is amazing and life is going great. But is it actually? Do you ever wonder, are you getting closer together or is this person just getting closer to control you? How do you distinguish between that? between a close relationship or being controlled by narcissistic undertones and the things that are happening inside the relationship. We're going to take a glance at that today. And if you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I help break people free from being stuck in a trauma bond, in the mental and the emotional brain fog of being with a toxic person and just not knowing how do you stop obsessively thinking about him? How do you start moving forward and rebuilding the pieces of you that you feel like has been washed away? When we look into this piece of the closeness versus control, there's a piece I want to talk about first, which is the essence of closeness, just of actually being close with another person. And part of this is learning how to build bridges and not walls. You see, with narcissists, you normally have walls that are being constructed, walls that are being constructed between you and between them, between you and actually vulnerable honesty of what's actually going on inside. The close relationship is shared with shared emotions, mutual support, and the freedom for other people to express individuality inside the relationship. Did you have a chance to be able to express who you were in the relationship? A lot of people don't. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A lot of people don't have the chance to actually express who they are inside of a narcissistic relationship. If you didn't get a chance to express who you are, your feelings were discounted, your opinions didn't matter, you oftentimes were treated like you were stupid, like type in me into the chat just so other people know, hey, this is something that you struggle with as well, that they're not alone. Because so often it seems like that this relationship is getting closer and closer and closer when actually it's getting intertwined and it starts to become this control piece. When we talk about the bridges versus walls, a lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will slowly construct walls in different areas of his life. Might be different walls where you're not going to get to some of his emotions. You're not going to actually see how he feels about things. You're not going to actually see what's actually real underneath the surface. There's always this facade of, I'm fine. But you know he's not fine. You know something's wrong because of how he's treating you. He's treating you differently. Something feels off. Something feels like, like I can tell he's mad at me, but he won't actually tell me why he's mad at me. And you might be going through bouts of the silent treatment or stonewalling and wondering, what did I do wrong? Like, it seems like there is something that I did. Now, oftentimes the nurses will do this to start boxing you in and start making sure that you get isolated from friends and family because you're only worried about him. Everything else, you don't worry about as much because you can't, you don't have time to. You're spending so much time, so much energy, just focused on him. How many of you resonate with that? Think of it this way, where you've got 
a couple that is discussing their hopes and dreams. Like what's actually moving forward? What do they actually want in the future? And they're actually supporting each other's goals. They're actually supporting each other being like, you want to do this? Let's figure out how we can make that happen. You want to go this direction? Let's figure out how we can make that happen. You want to go this, this trip? Let's figure out how, like both have an equal say. Imagine that. Imagine it's a possibility where you could live in a relationship where you both had a say, where you actually had a voice. So many people that I talk to say, it feels like I no longer have a voice. He took that away from me because I wasn't allowed to speak my truth. I wasn't allowed to share my opinion. I wasn't allowed to express my feelings. How many of you connect with that? Because you need to understand that that closeness that it seems at the very beginning turns into this piece of control. And this is what happens when this supposed love, which feels like love, starts to turn into control. You see, in controlling relationships, narcissists slowly and subtly manipulates you. I mentioned earlier about how you might not be interacting with friends and family as much because the narcissist makes it so much about him that you're no longer able to focus on anyone else. You're like, well, I want to do stuff with friends and family, but I can't because if I do, then he's going to be upset. If I do, then he's going to be jealous. If I do, then he's going to say a bunch of different things making me feel bad. This is one of the things that I did. Like I would make my wife, I would make affair partners feel bad for talking to other people, for interacting with other people. I would make them doubt and question their loyalty to me by going out and hanging out with friends or family, whatever it might be. And this push-pull starts to make that person rely on you. And so I would do this to make the other person rely on me because I wanted to be the sole person in their life. So I always had them as supply. Okay, so this is the piece that you need to understand. A narcissist will isolate you from friends and family. Doesn't It doesn't always be overt, like you can't do this. A lot of times it's just subtle things, making it all about him, making you feel bad when you go out and you do stuff with friends, whatever it might be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's slowly going to take away your sense of autonomy, your sense of independence. Now, you might be like, well, we're married, so we shouldn't have any independence. That's not entirely true. Being married means you should work together as one. It doesn't mean that one should control the other. A lot of times people get that confused, and a lot of times Christianity screws a lot of that up as well. You need to be able to understand some of the signs of someone narcissistically abusing you of having love that actually isn't love, but becomes control. You see, for me, I always viewed, thought, and had the perspective that if I was controlling, I was loving. That's how I justified it in my mind. If I knew where you were, if I knew what you were doing, if I made sure you were coming home at a certain time, if I made sure I had control over your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, if I had made sure I had control over that, I was protecting you, right? Like that was one of the lies. But in reality, I was controlling so I didn't have to feel my emotions, so I didn't have to deal with me, so I didn't have to show up honest, and all I could keep doing was controlling another person with the guise of love, and it, all it was doing was hurting and breaking the other person down. This piece of 
love that turns into control. Narcissists will do this all the time. Well, they'll focus on trying to control you over and over and over again. So think about it this way. Like your partner is consistently questioning your decisions. Just questioning them. Not even saying that they're wrong. Just questioning them. Are you sure about that? Are you sure you want to go out looking like that? Is that really what you want to wear? Do you think that's a good decision? Over a period of time, these things will start to erode your confidence, start to erode your self-esteem, start to erode that you're even allowed to make decisions because all your decisions are bad. All your decisions are stupid. All your decisions don't make logical sense according to him. And what this does is it subtly starts to guide you towards choices that align with his preference, what he wants. Your choices, your opinions, your feelings, don't matter to a narcissist. That leaves you second guessing your judgment. That leaves you as a powerful woman, oftentimes making choices or feeling like you can't make choices because of one person in your life. That's the effect that a narcissist will have on you. Well, it begins to be a place inside this relationship that it becomes a bargaining chip. This love becomes emotional leverage over another person. This control and back and forth. And the closeness of sharing emotions, control starts to come through through emotional manipulation. Where your feelings are then turned around and weaponized against you. You express your feelings and that's the thing you're berated about. You express your feelings and that's the thing he says, that's exactly how I feel. Have you ever been with a narcissist where you say how you're feeling and five minutes later, they're saying the same thing? And you're like, she said that. Like, where did that come from? A lot of times a narcissist will take the thoughts and feelings and emotions that you have and turn it back around so that they are the ones that feel bad so that they can get what they want out of you. It happens all the time. Emotional manipulation. And so you're going to see this where the narcissist starts to manipulate you with your feelings, with your emotions, with, with your opinions, with your desires, with your vulnerabilities. They're going to turn around and weaponize them back towards you so that you doubt yourself. So then you think, well, maybe I'm the problem. In reality, you're not. Think of it this way, where you might be in a situation where you're expressing disconnect or there's a disagreement and in the resulting argument that ensues, your partner starts guilt tripping you, making you feel responsible for his emotions, not yours, for his emotions, making you feel responsible for how he's feeling. See, all of these things lead to a direction that becomes the slow creep into isolation, where the narcissist subtly isolates you from your friends, from your family, and it creates dependence that reinforces his control over you. You see, if he can take you away from your friends, away from your family, if he can move you across the country, if he can triangulate you, pitch you against another party, another person, so that you don't interact with that person, or so there's a divide between that person, you start to lose out on all friends, family, connection, support that could bring life and truth into your life, but you're not able to see that because he has control over you. He discourages you from spending time with friends, claiming he doesn't truly understand your relationship with that friend that he feels uncomfortable with, with that friend, that he doesn't really like, that he heard something, et cetera, et cetera. He gradually isolates you from your support network. 
You might be at a place today where you don't have a support network or the network that you have is a poor support, not because they don't love you, but because they don't get it. They don't understand the toxicity you've been through or you're in. They don't understand the addiction of like, I want to leave. I just don't know how. If you're at the place where you don't know how, I want to invite you to work with us. Go to robmotivations.com. You can sign up for our seven-day challenge, escapetoxicity.com, just to be able to start moving forward. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, you can go to Raw Motivations. You can book a time there. We'd love to be able to help you move forward in your healing, your growth, and your development.